All righty, it is that time in the week when we join our friends over at Black Locks Reporter, where we find Tom Korski, who is the managing editor. And I got to tell you, Tom, I got a note from a listener who says, do you know that you say Black Locks Reporting? And that's not what it is. It's Black Locks Reporter. I didn't know I was saying that. So I stand corrected. Black Locks uh, Reporter. Same rude word, though, Alex. It works for me. Yeah, I'm like, Aaron is his name, and he listens all the time. He's a big fan of yours, by the way. So I, I, I will not get it wrong from here on out. I just didn't realize I was saying it. But nonetheless, <laughs> go get the go get the subscription. It's worth it. Um, it's been an interesting day for you guys. Certainly, you have been driving a couple of big stories. And these Internet emails about these scientific directors of the federal lab, um, it's obvious that the Trudeau government does not want to give this up. They have been pushing back over it. But you guys have got your, your hands on some interesting emails from within. In. So the scientific director of this microbiology lab wrote in 2018, I've got some concerns over here, wrote Dr. Matthew Gilmore. Uh, what's with this work that's being done? There are no certifications to provide. Um, they simply cite they have them. Uh, what is the nature of the work? Why are our materials being required? Surely there are other available labs. So these are internal emails that indicate that Wuhan specifically contacted these Winnipeg sci scientists and had these close relationships with Dr. Q. And, um, and, and, and again, the Trudeau government sees nothing, knows nothing, says nothing, does nothing. There was a, uh, a Chinese connection. I mean, there's no doubt. The, it's a state-run agency, the Chinese Academy of Sciences, uh, not uh, recognized by the Nobel Committee, contacted uh, Chinese nationals who worked at this federal lab in Winnipeg. Uh, the two Chinese scientists who worked in Winnipeg were subsequently fired, escorted out of the building by the Mounties. And as you point out, we see now for the first time in internal emails, uh, an executive of the lab, no less than the scientific director, saying, what's with the China connections? Why, you know, they, they, they acknowledge the Chinese wanted some co-research projects and, in fact, shipments of viruses because they couldn't get them from the United States labs. So well, they gee, went to Winnipeg why. instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Winnipeg apparently was a softer touch. And the, and the scientific director, who subsequently abruptly resigned in 2020, says in those emails, as you correctly uh, quote them, Alex, why, why? What's up with this? And he expresses wariness and concern. Well, why does this matter? That or he had a nervous breakdown. So, I mean, there's, the, there's that or the other. The, the feds are not coming clean on this. And frankly, mm -hmm. they're making it worse. RCMP investigation underway, scientific director is worried, and the cops are raiding the lab. <laughs> Those yeah. are big issues, and cabinet refuses to release uncensored records, not to the general public. They don't want to put them on the internet. They won't release them in confidence to MPs. It's a big issue. It's a big issue. And of course, um, Mark Garneau, who was pressed on this in the House yesterday, you know, he's standing by it that, you know, we've got a responsibility as a government not to discuss a police raid or subsequent firings, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, um, you know, you've done your job, uh, Tom, when you guys get blocked. So Mark Garneau has now blocked uh, Black Locks reporter because... They don't like the story, but, you know, that's a big thing when when they're blocking, you know, um, journalists from, you know, within the Ottawa circle. I mean, it, this is uh, this is telling, I think. Uh, well, Where's the badge it, of honor? It, it, it was hurtful. And I don't like fighting. 
I have to tell you, the, 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 the most painful day of the year in the newsroom is World Press Freedom Day, when <laughs> members of cabinet give speeches and hand out news releases that would, uh, on accountability journalism, they're so beautiful they would make Jesus weep. And, you know, accountability reporting is fantastic in a as a concept, when it yes. actually happens, it makes you feel hot and angry, like you want to block people on social media. I don't blame Garneau. I wouldn't want to talk about the the night the Mounties raided a federal lab in Winnipeg either. But yeah. there we are. It happened. And they're going to have to account for it. And they're just fighting it tooth and nail. Well, you, you can wear that one as a badge of honor. But duly noted that Mark Garneau has now blocked Blacklock's reporter and this story will continue because, you know, like the, the more that that they push back, it's clear that there's so much more to this story. And I suspect it's just a matter of time now uh, before we actually find out what they don't want to talk about. I want to shift gears now and talk about um, the CMHC, which really is supposed to be this independent body, this agency of the government that deals with making sure that, um, you know, real estate is running properly and and. What their job is not to do is tell people who can buy houses and, and what they can buy. But they have completely t gone rogue and, and really turned into a bunch of activists. And they're saying in um, their testimony at the Senate National Finance Committee that they're going to, um, when it comes to, to housing and the development of housing, they're only going to really allow the building of condos and townhouses, uh, apartment buildings, uh, all, of course, due to climate change. So if you want to own a home in the future in the burbs, it's not going to be a single dwelling home. You got to buy something that they approve is worthy of the climate. That's not their bloody job. No, they're, uh, in fact, uh, an insurance underwriter. And apparently they uh, find their mandate tedious and narrow. And here was the CEO of the uh, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, as you mentioned, testifying. Uh, we don't like NIMBYism, quote-unquote, and we're going to help uh, remove barriers. Uh, by the way, those barriers are local authorities called zoning commissions and city councils. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there, are, there are a lot of people who own single-family homes, uh, apparently in the delusional dream that they would like a little piece of grass for their children to play on. Mm. Apparently, that's now bad for the climate. And uh, here you have a federal agency that is mandating itself. It's giving itself the mandate to promote high-density housing in neighborhoods where people don't want it. Uh, Alex, my number one candidate for privatization now is CMHC. These people are so far from their 1946 yeah. mandate of providing adequate housing to returning World War II combat veterans, <laughs> there are private insurers that are capable of underwriting mortgages. It's serious. I, I, I'm serious. You should yeah. ask, why do we even have this agency anymore? Well, exactly, because they're outside of their mandate. And then I don't know if they've factored in any of the issues of um, transportation for high, um, you know, if you've got all these people living in dwellings like apartment buildings and condos out in, let's say, Caledon or wherever they want these uh, to be put, um, where's the infrastructure surrounding it? I mean, it, 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 we haven't built enough of it in Toronto, let alone pushing it out into the suburbs, but they are outside their their lane. Um, and I don't know why they think they can get away with it other than that they can. It's, you know, it's an ideology, and they see themselves, for some reason, not as mortgage underwriters, 
but as climate change advocates, I guess they saw pictures of people living in high rises in Japan or Manhattan. <laughs> Newsflash, those are islands. Yeah, We're the yeah, second okay. largest country on earth. Land, no problem. We got lots of it. And everyone, 37 million people in Canada, would like a little piece of that. So that can be my castle. That can be my castle where I can raise a family, the kids can play in the backyard. It's none of CMHC's business. These guys, their commitment to social engineering is truly awe-inspiring. Yeah, well, they better not ru ruin my dream of owning a bunker somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, because I will not be happy about that. And, and, I, and I will hazard to say, Tom, that those at the executive level of the CMHC likely live in very big homes in the Toronto area that uh, have lots of property around them. Half a million a year for the CEO. I wonder if she lives next to a townhouse. I wonder. Half a million is the salary. Yeah, good job if you can get it. All right, Tom, on that note, we will uh, leave it there, and we'll talk next week unless something breaks between now and then. Thank you very much, Alex. That is Tom Korski, Managing Director of Blacklocks Reporter. That's for you, Aaron, Blacklocks Reporter, and of course worth every penny of it because they are subscription-based, so they get the goods and you don't have to worry about them delivering.